WFYI podcast brought to you by Bloomington, Indiana, an American college town offering food and drink, college sports, outdoor activities, live music, cool art, and good times daily. Everyone is welcome in Bloomington. More information at visitbloomington.com. We're going to take a trip right now. Like we always do about this time. This is a journey into sound. I'm Kyle Long, and you're listening to Cultural Manifesto, made possible in part by the Indianapolis Foundation, celebrating over 100 years of service. My guest tonight is the Indianapolis musician and rapper Oreo Jones. He has a new album out titled Through the Depths of Hell, I Picked Up the Phone, released under the name Michael Raintree. The project finds Jones stepping away from his role as an MC to create music he describes as experimental soul. Later on in the broadcast, I'll be sharing some important Indianapolis gospel music. This week, WFYI began airing The Gospel Roots of Rock and Soul a four-part documentary series hosted by C.C. Winans. You can catch it Monday evenings at 9 here on 90.1. But first, let's join my conversation with Oreo Jones. I don't know whether to call you Michael or (laughs) Sean or Oreo. (laughs) What should I go with today? Sean, Uh, Oreo? Yeah, you could go with Sean or Oreo. Yeah, totally. I feel like like the whole Michael Raintree moniker is just kind of like a project. Not as as opposed to like an actual person. Yeah, that makes sense. It does, and I wanted to ask you about that. You know, you've yeah. established a, a really strong identity here in the yeah. Indianapolis music community yeah. as Oreo Jones, yeah. the rapper. Yeah. And now you have this project, Michael Raintree, yeah. where you're singing. It's kind of like I think you've described it as avant-garde soul yeah. music, or exp- totally. how, how do you describe it? Yeah, yeah, kind of yeah. just like avant-garde, like experimental soul type. Yeah, it's a new direction, new identity for you as an yeah. artist. Tell me about the roots of this project, because it's something you've been performing out live for a few years now, Michael Raintree. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I was experimenting with uh, uh, playing live for, for a couple of years. I feel like it was just no one would know that it was me, almost like it was just like this, this phantom uh, character. But it, it, I feel like it all um, it started... Uh, the last it was probably like 2016 was when uh, I was kind of going through a really dark phase in my in my life and I found myself you know trying to get a grasp of of who I was and just like what I was doing and I felt like this project was almost like therapy to me I, I would get up every day and I'd walk into my studio room and just pretty much play music to metronome click. Um, it was the first time I really wanted to have a project or work on something that it was from the ground up and keys, drums, everything was made by my hands and my mind. Um, and I felt very perplexed to, you know, experiment with like harmonies and melodies and, I didn't feel inspired to rap for the first time ever, which was kind of odd to me. Um, and I, I felt like it was a very vulnerable time for me as an artist to, you know, deal uh, with depression and anxiety. Before that, I thought it was just a made up thing. I've always been a glass half full individual and always just kind of brush things aside, but it felt really rough for me as a, just a human being in general to deal with life. So that was a thing that kind of just uh, was was created out of that. Yeah. So this album wasn't conceived as sort of like any sort of commercial uh, uh, vision. It was just an outlet for you to deal with uh, some things you were going through yeah, emotionally. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It was my therapy. You know, that was my like laying on the couch moment and, and talking to to someone you know um when did when did you decide that this 
is something bigger though than just a personal kind of expression and you wanted to start sharing this with other people yeah so for like the first year i uh, i mean i would get up and i'd write three to four songs a day um and it just pour out um and I, I i would write and write and write and i was like well i, f I feel like this is is something that i could construct into an album or make some kind of project out of it and then i would you know feel comfortable enough to essentially do it live and everything that i do live it's all live loops it's it's fully controlled by me i kind of just like steer the vessel um play everything live keys and the drums and and everything um and i found myself just getting more and more songs going and the project was kind of taking shape and I was like well let's just kind of put it to a record and that's kind of like the next step where I was like well let's just see what happens let the world hear it you know yeah I have some more questions about yeah. the album but I want to go ahead and jump into the music yeah let's cue up the first song yeah. which is torment right yeah anything you want to say about this piece it features the vocals of the great Hannah Ben right yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. totally um that was essentially the first song I, I wrote it was uh, um, the the album itself or that song is the beginning. It's the first track, and it's a concept of me trying to navigate myself out of a dark place. So essentially, it's the first chapter of the saga, um, just how I felt at the moment and me trying to to deal with uh, my emotions. Yeah, this is torment off the Michael Raintree album, Through the Depths of Hell. I picked up the phone. Oh, <sighs> 
I'm Kyle Long, and you're listening to Cultural Manifesto. My guest tonight is Oreo Jones. We're listening to his new album, Through the Depths of Hell. I picked up the phone, released under the name Michael Raintree. It's like you're an alter identity you're yeah. experimenting with musically right now. Yeah. Uh, and this is uh, available for purchase on Bandcamp. It's on Spotify, Tidal, correct? Yeah, yeah, Apple Music, pretty much every every uh, format in, in the world out there, yeah, except for like 8-track or... Yeah. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> it's on cassette, right? It's on cassette, yeah, via medium sound, yeah. Yeah, and I mentioned that Hannah Ben is featured on this track as yeah. a vocalist. Yeah. Also, Mark Tester, I believe, mm-hmm. uh, contributed to the album as well. Do you want to talk about the contributions of, yeah. uh, of those two? Totally. So um, as I was getting the whole, you know, inception of, of this record and the whole, I, I was playing demos scratch demos to to mark tester um who is amazing musician um from old band burnt ones he just moved back from los angeles had a studio and he's like hey i'll help engineer this i really like these songs um and we just started recording to tape um it was the first time i recorded a solo record to two inch reel-to-reel tape and um yeah, he was he was super pumped on it. He sprinkled some things on it the whole throughout the whole record and then um I hit up Moose, David Moose Adamson, who like I just always love working with him just cuz he's like the wizard of Oz to me. He's so mysterious and he just makes the most beautiful sounds. So he he contributed that. Um and I met uh Hannah I met her as uh, a, f- a few years ago, and then um, it was probably like the summer of like 2015. We hung out like every day um, uh, through the summer, and we just like ride around and just like I'd play her beats that I was working on, not even anything from this project, but just like uh, you know, we just talk about what we're working on. She was on tour with uh, Run the Jewels, or she was about to leave for it, and she came back and I was showing her some of these, you know, these tapes or these demos. And she's like, this is cool. I was like, I want you all over this record. Um, and she's so atmospheric and like, oh man, like it's like, it's very cathedral and meditative. And I felt like that was kind of like the vibe with this whole record. I felt like it was like part and parcel with, with what I was trying to convey. Mm. Yeah, all of those elements come together really well with Mark and DMA and uh, yeah. Hannah. It's really nice. Yeah. And the next track I want to play is Nosebleeder, one of my favorite yeah. tracks on the record. And am I hallucinating, or is there sort of like a Phil Collins <laughs> yeah. thing going on? Yeah, there's, there's a little nod to Phil, for sure. Yeah, um, yeah. Nosebleeder, that was uh, with the help of Harry Otaku. Um, awesome my, beat maker. Yes, yeah. yes, amazing, amazing producer. And I've worked with him on, like, Cash for Gold, my my hip hop records and um yeah i just i just love him he's he's like family to me and um we collabed on this track and um yeah i i wrote to it and then gave it to mark and he he freaked some things on it and then hannah came in and just like sprinkled some magic on it as well so it was a very collaborative uh peace for sure yeah let's listen from the new michael raintree album through the depths of hell i picked up the phone this is nosebleeder
I'm Kyle Long, and you're listening to Cultural Manifesto. My guest tonight is Oreo Jones, and we're listening to tracks off his new record, Through the Depths of Hell, I Picked Up the Phone, released under the name Michael Raintree. And Oreo, next I want to play the song Cute Drunk. Yeah. And you mentioned uh, that you kind of walked away from rapping on this project, but this is, uh, I think, the only track on the album that does include some uh, rapping. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> tell, tell me about this piece. For sure, yeah. Um, so, like I mentioned before, I really wasn't inspired to write rap and to, just to write bars. It was very, very, uh, you know, it wasn't very therapeutic to me. I just, I didn't, I didn't feel aggressive. I felt like I was just, like, trying to almost, like, um, nurture myself and and get out of this like kind of vulnerability phase I was going through um cute drunk I made made this you know this beat or th- these tra- this track and it was very up tempo and very bright and vibrant so I was like man I'm just gonna try it and and the the effects I was working with and pitching down my voice and stuff it kind of felt almost like mysterious so I was like kind of I did a little you know a little spitting on it you know trying to get yeah, so I was just feeling feeling uh feeling boppy you know in both verses are you there's a couple no Sirius Black is Sirius uh, Black yeah yeah Sirius Black uh and I, I linked up with him and I I just wanted uh, I wanted to do a track where I pretty much did the music and then have someone else, you know, another MC do their thing on it. Yeah. Yeah, let's listen. This is Cute Drunk off the Michael Raintree album, Through the Depths of Hell. I picked up the phone.
listening to Cultural Manifesto. My guest tonight is Oreo Jones, and we're listening to tracks off a new album he's released under the name Michael Raintree. And the album's called Through the Depths of Hell, I Picked Up the Phone. And, you know, this is like a generic question, but I am curious, uh, is there any significance to that name, Michael Raintree? <laughs> <laughs> no, not really. Um, it's just like something I, I uh, picked up in my head, you know, just like most of my, my ideas they go through your head i don't know uh there's really isn't any significance other than um it sounds mysterious to me and it sounds kind of moody as well like that was like the whole um idea i was trying to go for the whole kind of like you know just mysterious like there i was i played a, a couple shows before i dropped this record maybe like three or four shows um, and I would put Michael Raintree on the flyers and like, I feel like our lady would come cause they didn't know who I, who, that it was me. And then I, I kind of got, um, I kind of, I kind of like, uh, would book shows under Oreo Jones and I'd pull the okie doke and do my Raintree stuff. And then people would be like, oh, I thought you were rap. Like, what's Oreo ain't rapping no more. What's going on? Like, but yeah, so I tried exper- experimenting with, you know, ways to, to, to build a show or just to even like, just to test it out. Like, essentially, I was testing this out. So, yeah, and you, you know. do have a significant. A reputation for your involvement in hip hop community in yeah. the hip hop community here your involvement in hip hop music you're yeah. the founder of Trees the hip hop music festival yeah. and of course you perform as Oreo Jones and yeah. with the Ghost Gun Collective how yeah. are people in the community responding to this work and is there a sense of confusion about it at all uh, yeah so uh, it's it's been pretty cool being you know i i after dropping it and um people are like hitting me up and being like whoa this is crazy this is this is very wild i feel like it's a very slow burning album it's a conceptual album you really have to like just chill and and kind of like soak it in um from my other stuff i've i've gotten acclaim and people you know have been praising it um and i felt like this with the rain tree record i feel like it's almost more genuine like i've had people hit me up being like well i was in a, a very rough place and this is like this is this feels really you know good to me um and playing it live too people are like wow it was like an experience so um it's it's definitely been kind of refreshing almost like a a new approach and 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 just doing things differently and it's putting me in a vulnerable place like not only releasing it but playing it live where i'm like you know it was the first time getting butterflies in a long time before i hit a stage so it's been a cool experience. Yeah. The, the next track I'm going to play is Fever Dream. Anything you want to say about this before we listen? Yeah, Fever Dream. Um, like I said, from start to finish, it's almost just like kind of like a, a chapter book. Uh, Fever Dream is the point of where I'm t- like almost uh, at the crescendo of the record where I'm trying to to uh, break out of this coma. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's listen. This is Fever Dream off the new album, Through the Depths of Hell. I picked up the phone from Michael Raintree, a.k.a. Oreo Jones. Oh, 
Song, and you're listening to Cultural Manifesto. My guest tonight is Oreo Jones, and we're listening to tracks off his new record, Through the Depths of Hell, I Picked Up the Phone, released under the name Michael Raintree. And Oreo, I'm curious if this is uh, a project you're going to continue pursuing, both uh, in recorded works and on the stage. Yeah, I, I, I think... Uh, you know, whenever I approach something as as an artist, whether it's a record or a, a, a shirt that I you know, for merch, I always like to do one off things. Like even trees, I thought that was just going to be a one. I'm like, I'm going to do it once. One, if you if you're there, you get it. That's good. I'm going to move on. Um, I honestly can't say right now. I felt like them, like I mentioned before, the main goal or the main reason of this project was for myself and for my well-being and my therapy as a person i feel like this record saved my life um and you know i it it, it just all depends on you know where i'm trying to sail the ship it, it's a day it's a day uh a day or uh, what? What do you call it? What I'm trying to think here. What, what's the word I'm trying to Taking say? Taking it one day at a time. What? There you <laughs> <Okay>. go. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to go for. Taking it one day at a time. Yeah. Yeah. And up next, I'm going to play the track "Sun Kiss." Anything you want to say about this? Yeah. So "Sun Kiss" is uh, um, just kind of like when I wake up and um, am, am feeling uh, almost normal and and just trying to uh, navigate through. Um, through this through this chapter this is sun kiss off the new album through the depths of hell i picked up the phone from michael raintree listening to Cultural Manifesto. My guest tonight has been Oreo Jones, and we've been listening to tracks off his new record, Through the Depths of Hell, I Picked Up the Phone, released under the name Michael Raintree. 
And that's a very dramatic title, by the way. Through the Depths of Hell, I picked up the phone. Anything you want to say about that? Yeah. Um, so I was in the depths of hell, um, and I, I, you know, I tried to figure out like a fitting title to what I was feeling as a person, um, and that this is essentially the the audible piece that I'm presenting to people of how what was going on in my mind this is my mind uh on tape yeah and you mentioned that uh, you're kind of taking this project one day at a time and that this record was uh very important for you, for you personally I'm curious though if the process of making this record singing kind of going in a new direction with your music has kind of radically changed your approach to creating music and will this like be something that kind of alters your course in some kind of way in the future? I feel like subconsciously as I've been creating since, you know, since I was a teenager and, and recording and writing, um, I feel like just the sound of myself as an MC and an artist has evolved from, you know, the first thing I put out online, the Delicious EP, to uh, even like Cash for Gold was kind of segueing into this experimental, weird um you know almost like a textural music kind of uh transition um so maybe you know subconsciously as an artist in my mind i'm trying to push myself harder and i'm trying to just approach things differently i'm a musician first so i'm always going to try to approach something that's going to be difficult for me um it's going to you know make me challenge myself and um I've always just wanted to try and paint a picture with different textures and different colors as uh, as much as I can. Yeah. Yeah. I have one more track picked out. Yeah. But first, are there any future plans you want to share with anyone? Anything you have coming up or direct people to social media, et cetera? Yeah. yeah. You, um, you, you know, you can go and check me out on social media at Oreo Jones and OreoJones.com. You can go there. And, um, yeah, you can you can pick this this up. Uh, pretty much everywhere i'm gonna be hitting the, the road in the spring going on a west coast tour um i'm gonna be going to africa here um yeah for a couple weeks in february so i'm gonna go to madagascar and work on work on a little audible project and shoot some photos and stuff and so that'll probably be something that i'll incorporate into what i'm doing here in the near future for sure yeah, and Oreo, I want to end with the final track on the new record, Through the Depths of Hell, I picked up the phone. We're going to listen to William H.A. Moore, which is a spoken word piece referencing yeah. a piece of historic African-American literature, right? Yes, yes, yes. Um, I So my, my great cousin Charity from Chicago gave me this uh, poetry book, this African-American poetry book, um, and I, I, I would read it front to back. It was a collection of just different poets from William H. A. Moore to Langston Hughes to, man, there's a lot of great uh, modern poets in there. Um, and I was, it was a really, really, really rough night. Um, I was, I couldn't sleep and I was just like, kind of like asking for some kind of answer to why I am feeling this way. And I just, and I felt like I've read the book so many times um, but I, I just opened up to um, this William H. A. Moore uh, poem. It's called "It It Was Not Fate," um, and I was reading it, and it just like just overtook me. I was like, I felt like I it was the first time I've read it, um, and it probably was with the mind state I was in and just the whole emotions of it, and it just kind of like rocked me, and it made me have this like kind of like eureka moment where um, I felt like everything was was going to be okay yeah yeah well thank you for being here today and yeah. thank you for sharing this music appreciate it yeah man. thank you so much kyle
you're listening to Cultural Manifesto. As I mentioned at the top of the show, for the next few weeks, WFYI will begin airing the gospel roots of rock and soul, a four-part documentary series hosted by C.C. Winans. You can catch the show on Monday evenings at 9 throughout the month of February. Here in Indianapolis, gospel and soul music have been inextricably linked. Many of the soul and funk musicians I interview on Cultural Manifesto started their music careers in the church. And some musicians perform double duty in church and secular music. Like Henry Hinch, a member of both the popular soul group, The Sentimentals, and the powerhouse gospel act, The Blakey Specials. I spoke with Henry Hinch last year, and we discussed his time performing gospel music with the Blakey Specials. And I want to find out about some of the other projects you got involved with after the Sentimentals kind of uh, started to uh, be less active. Mm -hmm. Henry, you were in a very uh, important gospel group, right? The Blakey Specials. Yes. Yeah, tell me about this group and your involvement with them. Well, um, let's see. It's so much. Well, the manager of that group was Henry Key, and the uh, piano player was Eugene Blakey. That's where the name, the Blakey Special, came from. And we did a lot of touring and stuff, you know, like um, we did some things with the Traveling Notes. Uh, L. Hobbs was mm-hmm. in that group, the Traveling yeah. Notes. So you um, did a lot of lot of traveling, you know. The Blakey Special was a fantastic group. I had a good run with them. And um, Eugene Blakey, he passed in 2005, mm-hmm. I believe. We st- All of us still keep in con- connection with other, like Skeets, uh, Hubert Kennedy, Skeets, we call him Skeets. Um, it was Bubba Cobbs, Evelyn Crosby, uh, Yvonne Loomis, um, the late Aretta Bush, fantastic singer. But the Blakey Special, they kept me grounded and kept love in everybody's heart and stuff. So I couldn't ask to be in a better group than the Blakey Special because they, they got me on my way also. What year would you say you joined the Blakey Specials? Was it the mid-late 70s? Yes. Yeah. You don't remember exact I don't, exactly? I don't remember the exact days, and, and, and the you, same year. You kept performing on until uh, Mr. Blakey passed? or Yeah. Yeah. And you also made one record that I'm aware of. Did you make more than one? You put out a 45 we, uh called single. Jesus, yeah. and um, I just can't think of the B-side. And that's a great soul-influenced gospel record. Right, yeah. and we... Um, had an L album, but we never got the chance to You never to put it out. It. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if you recorded the album and the single in the same place, but do you remember where you recorded that music? Oh, my God. Because I think I know. Was it at a, a little house in New Palestine, Indiana, 700 yes. West with Mo Whittemore? Yes. Whitmore? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. What do you remember about that? It was a, a great experience. The people were just so nice, and uh, I felt so comfortable, and it, it was a great experience. I'm just sorry that we didn't finish that album. Yeah. Because they really had some good songs on there, but you didn't finish. Because the money, mm-hmm. it's always that money and stuff. Always so, money. and you know, when you're in the studio, you have so much time, and money is just, you know, if you don't have enough money, it just stops. 
So now it's probably on the shelf gathering dust. I want to play one of those unreleased recordings that Henry just alluded to. From 1976, we'll hear Jesus Bore a Cross from the Blakey Specials. And thankfully, this track will soon have an official release on a compilation titled The Best of 700 West Records, Volume 2. you're listening to Cultural Manifesto. For the next few weeks, WFYI will be airing a four-part documentary series titled The Gospel Roots of Rock and Soul. You can catch the show Monday evenings at 9 throughout the month of February. And tonight, I'm taking a quick look at the relationship between soul and gospel music here in Indianapolis. And a great example of that connection can be found within the catalog of the famous Indianapolis gospel music label, Ty Scott Records. During the early 1980s, Ty Scott began issuing soul and hip-hop music on their subsidiary label, Circle City Records. Last year, I spoke with Ricky Clark about his work for Ty Scott and Circle City. Ricky Clark rose to prominence in Indianapolis as a disc jockey at Indy's first soul music station, WTLC. But during the early 1980s, Clark was creating some of the earliest Hoosier hip-hop music for the Circle City label, while also doing gospel music production for Ty Scott. Let's listen to an excerpt of my conversation with Ricky Clark. You released a few subsequent records after that, and I think the next thing you put out was... a. Uh, a flam with oh, Reggie yeah. Griffin on the Circle City label, which yeah, yeah. tell, That's tell me when about. I got into the into the label thing. You asked right. me about, you know, to do my own label. That was uh, when I got into. Um, so yeah, Craig Tyson label. and Dr. Leonard Scott had founded a gospel record label called Ty Scott here in Indianapolis right. in I think 1976, 
Yeah. And Circle City Records was founded as a secular uh, subdivision of Ty Scott, right? Well, and, I founded Circle City. Yes, go and ahead. And Doc DeScott uh, and I partnered up on the very the 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 the, the two labels. Him and and Craig had created mm-hmm. Ty Scott, and um, you know Doc said, "Okay, well, I just I, I do the gospel." And, you know, you do the R&B. And so, and then we can kind of merge and, and make this thing happen. And so, because I brought several artists to the table at Ty Scott, which I ended up producing for the label. Robert Turner and the Silverhearts, which was my biggest, my biggest gospel piece that, that I produced. From 1982, this is the great Indianapolis gospel group, Robert Turner and the Silverheart singers with Hold Out. When you feel you come to the end of your road,
I'm Kyle Long, and you're listening to Cultural Manifesto. I have one more classic Indianapolis gospel record to share with you tonight. And don't forget to tune in to The Gospel Roots of Rock and Soul, a four-part documentary series airing Monday evenings at 9 on 90.1 during the month of February. The final track I have lined up comes from a pioneering Indianapolis gospel soul group, Al Hobbs and the Music Masters. And I'll be featuring an interview with the group's only surviving member on an upcoming episode of Cultural Manifesto from 1972. This is Al Hobbs and the Music Masters with I'm Yours. Long time ago I lived in sin I couldn't find no peace within But I told the Lord all the time we have for tonight. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Kyle Long, and you've been listening to Cultural Manifesto, made possible in part by the Indianapolis Foundation, celebrating over 100 years of service.